Well, it's time for inauguration. Shlomo assembles the elders of Israel, the heads of tribes, princes of big families. All, the, all of them come to King Shlomo in Yerushalayim in order to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord up from the city of David, where it had been kept until this point, up to Mount Moriah. All the men of Israel were assembled to King Shlomo on the festival of Sukkot in the month of Eitanim, Tishrei, which is the seventh month. Today it's known as Tishrei. Once upon a time it was called Eitanim, the strong ones, the mighty ones, because the forefathers of the nation, who were spiritually mighty, were born in this month. All the elders of Israel came and the Kohanim carried the Ark. Unlike the previous tragic occasion in the time of David, they did not place the Ark on a cart but the Kohanim rather carried it properly on their shoulders. They brought the Ark of the Lord, the structural parts of the tent of meeting that was built by Moshe, and all the sacred vessels that were in the tent. They were all brought up. King Shlomo and the entire congregation who had been with him were walking with Shlomo before the Ark and were offering sheep and cattle that could not be numbered and could not be counted due to the quantity. In other words, sacrifices were being offered along the procession in honor of the Ark. The Kohanim brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to its place, to the inner room of the house, the Holy of Holies, beneath the wings of the Kerubim that Shlomo had fashioned. Since these Kerubim were much larger than the ones Moshe had made for the Mishkan, these Kerubim were placed on the floor of the sanctuary rather than on top of the Ark of the Covenant. For the Kerubim spread their wings over the area of the Ark, and because they were very tall, they covered it all. The staves extended outward, and the ends of the stave were visible from the sanctuary, but were not seen from the outside. The staves are the, the sticks that used to hold the ark, so basically they stuck into the curtain. A curtain was spread over the entrance of the sanctuary, behind which the ends of the staves protruded slightly, so that their presence would be noticeable from the outside, although they cannot be actually seen. And that's the way it lasted for the next many hundreds of years. There was nothing in the ark but the two tablets of stone that Moshe placed there at Chorev, Sinai, with which the Lord established a covenant with the people of Israel when they came out of Egypt. It was when the Kohanim emerged from the sanctuary after they had set the ark in the proper location that the cloud, which symbolized the divine presence, filled the house of the Lord. The rest of the temple had significance only after the Aaron was placed where it needed to be placed. The priests were unable to stand and serve due to the cloud as the glory of, the glory of Hashem filled the entire house of the Lord. Then Shlomo said, Hashem amar The Lord said that he would dwell in the fog. In other words, it is evident from the, it's evident from the fog that Hashem is with us. I have built you an abode, he says to Hashem, a permanent established seat for your dwelling forever. When Shlomo spoke to God, he faced the sanctuary like all the people. Now he turns it to face the people and addresses them with words of praise. Baruch Hashem Elokei Yisrael. He said like this, after turning his face to the, and blessing the entire assembly of Israel, he says, Blessed is the Lord, God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth, with David my father, and with his hand, with his dominion, with his control, fulfilled his promise. 
Minayom, from the day, since the day that I brought my people out of Egypt, I have not chosen a city from all the tribes of Israel to build a house for my name to be there, says Hashem. Even when the Jewish people entered the land, no complete permanent stone structure was built for God. But I chose David to be king in charge of my people of Israel. The Lord said to David, my father, through his prophets, because it was in your heart to build a house for my name, you did well, and it was in your heart. In other words, my, my father David wanted to build a house once he, once he gained control, but because he had the desire, the desire is commendable. However, you will not build a house. Rather, your son, who will emerge from your loins, your child, he will build a house for my name. Elsewhere, it's explained that since David was a man of war, he could not build it. The Lord fulfilled his word that he had spoken, and I have risen in place of David my father, and I have taken my seat on the throne of Israel as Hashem spoke, and I have built a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. I set there a place for the ark in which there is a covenant of Hashem written on the tablets, the covenant which he established with our fathers when he took them out of the land of Egypt. Shlomo stood before the altar of the Lord, before the entire assembly of Israel. He spread his hands over to the heavens. He said, Lord God of Israel, there's nobody like you, there's no one like you, in the heavens above and on the earth below. You are the one who's keeping his covenant and kindness to your servants, who walks before, who, who, your servants who walk before you with all their heart. Now, Lord of Israel, also keep for, keep for your servant David, my father, that an additional guarantee that you said, that a, your promise was that a man of yours shall not cease from before me to sit on the throne of Israel. In other words, all the, lords of the, all the leaders of the Jewish people will be from the tribe of David. Now, God of Israel, please may your word that you spoke to David, my father, be confirmed. Now Shlomo talks about the temple. He says, Kia umnam, for will God indeed dwell on this earth? Can one really build an earthly home for God? Behold, hinei, hashamayim ushmei hashamayim lo yechalkalucha. The heavens are far too small to contain you. Certainly not this house that I have built. I know that God does not actually reside within the house because no finite space could contain him. I therefore request, may you turn to the prayer of your servant, myself, and to his request, Lord my God, to hear the song of praise and the prayer that your servant prays for you today. For your eyes to be open towards this house night and day. That's what I ask you. Laila Vayom, to this place that you said that your name will be there, so that you can listen to all the prayers that your servant will pray in this space. May you hear the begging of your servant and of your people Israel that they will pray towards this place. And when they turn to you from this place, may you hear in your dwelling place in the heavens. May you hear their requests and please forgive their sins. When, for example, a man sins against his neighbor, if he, the injured party, others are cursed to curse him, may the curse come before your altar in this house. May you hear from the heavens and act and judge to your servants to condemn the wicked to bring punishment for the way they behaved, and to vindicate the righteous, to grant them according to their righteousness. May this be the place of fairness and leadership and holiness.